Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is up, faithful? Um, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, we are going live literally, I think, maybe four minutes after the game's over, okay? So uh, for the traditional podcast listeners, here's the deal. This is going to be a very different podcast. For my YouTube view- viewers, this is going to be different. All across the board, this is a different podcast, okay? Um, I have eight pages of notes. We're not using them. That, that's not what this is. This is a faithful <laughs> therapy session, and we're going to try to balance this as best we can because here's what we're going to do. The 49ers laid the biggest egg. Uh, how far back do you go? Um, most points ever surrendered at the new stadium uh, to the Dolphins. Um, to the Dolphins. Um, 43 to 17, 49ers got destroyed. Now we're going to bounce back and forth between positives moving forward and blame, right? I don't like playing the blame game, but it needs to be played because there's wrong. (laughs) There's so much wrong. It's not right. Things are not right with the 49ers franchise. And here's the deal. We step back and we look at this game and we say, Hey, we're getting back everybody on offense. Jimmy Garoppolo, great. Ouch. Raheem Moster, actually, Raheem Moster was phenomenal, um, he, as he always was. He didn't break a big play, but we'll, we'll talk about that later on. You get Debo back. You got Brandon Ayuk. You got George Kittle. You got everybody back. All 11 starters for the first time of the 2020 season are back. It's time to improve. 
wrong <laughs> wrong it's not the way i played now usually on sundays i wait i wait to partake in beverages here's uh, my tequila for those that could see and when tequila is not enough because i ran out of tequila I, you also got to add in the beer. So site decorum is off for this episode. So if you listen to this podcast with your family and your little ones, first off, I want to say thank you. Uh, that's incredible. Just want to let you know um, some four-letter words will be flying during this episode because I think it's therapeutic. Now, am I going to cuss at individuals or anything like that? No. But, man, cuss words are <laughs> therapeutic, and we need therapy right now, Faithful. Uh, I'm seeing there's a lot of stuff going on in the chat. So this is rain-free, guys. Don't hold back. Throw it out there. No comments will be blocked. Um, it, this is open season on every single format. Get it off your chest. Because what the hell do you do with this season? Where are you right now? If you just take a step back and look at this, holy freaking cow. We're that bad? We're that bad. Not only did you give the very first win to the Philadelphia Eagles last week, which they actually looked really good, almost beat the Steelers, who are undefeated. Whatever. Screw that. You allow the Dolphins to come into your place and destroy you. Destroy you. Inside and out. Break your will. We it, it, Just Twitter. Twitter's the definition of overreaction, and I partake in that, right? There's no doubt we're all knee-jerk reactions, blah, 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 blah. Jimmy Garoppolo's not the answer. Robert Sala needs to be fired. Who's our GM? Sometimes we got to pull back, but right now is not the time. Right now is reaction time. Don't hold back, baby, and let it go. If you don't have a drink and you are a drinker, now, if you're not a drinker and that's not your thing, that's okay. Not trying to push anybody to that, but if you are a drinker, man, go grab a beer, uh, turn up the volume. Let's talk because holy cow, it was so bad. <laughs> and where do you start? Okay, Curtis, I'm going to go with you first. And I'm going to have to scroll fast because I know we're going to have a lot of comments and we're going to lose them on our chat feed. Curtis, Brian Allen was absolute trash, but I wouldn't really say um, there were any bright spots on the D. Okay, so let's talk about Brian Allen. And here's what I got to say. This is this. Just stay with me here, okay? Stay with me. I'm not mad at Brian Allen. I'm not mad at Brian Allen. He hasn't played football in three years. Not because of injuries. Because he's not any good. We had the injuries. Okay, that's cool. So you bring in Brian Allen. No problem. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Whatever. But Brian Allen is Brian freaking Allen. We didn't know who this guy was. No, nobody has a Brian Allen jersey at home. Nobody could tell me what college... I know what college he went to. Nobody could tell me what college he went to. That's not what it is. Here's who I'm pissed at. Number one at the top of my list, Curtis. Thank you so much. Robert freaking Sala. Are you kidding me? Man, I'm going to have to turn my mic down. I'm going I'm, <laughs> I'm to be screaming a lot today. Let me, let me just uh, taper this down just a little bit. you got to be kidding me. And here's why I'm not mad at Brian, at, at Brian Allen. He sucks... He made it to the NFL. That's great. Awesome. I think, I hope he makes a lot of money. All those things. Whatever. You put Brian out there, doesn't work. Okay? That's fine. Second drive, doesn't work. Okay? All right. Let's make a change. Third drive, doesn't work. Fourth drive, four straight deep balls to Brian Allen. Three were caught, one for a touchdown, and one was a defensive pass interference. Okay. When do you think that this guy's going to turn around and be a damn good cornerback? It's a stupid story, 
but it's the it's the frog and the scorpion, right? So you have a frog and a scorpion try to get across a river. If you don't know the story, I don't care. We're doing this. I'm doing little kid story mode. It's it, drinking tequila, telling little kid stories. I feel better already. It goes to where my soul should be. Now, here's the idea, okay? So you have a scorpion and a frog on one side of the river. They both need to get across, and the scorpion asks the frog, hey, will you give me a ride across the river? I can't float like you can. The frog says, no way, you'll sting me. Scorpion says, no way, I'm not going to sting you. All right, cool, I'll give you a ride. The frog lets Scorpion hop on. They're making it across the river. They're developing a friendship. Everything's fine. Right before they get to the edge, guess what the scorpion does? The scorpion stings the freaking frog and kills it. As the frog's dying, the frog looks at the scorpion and goes, why'd you sting me? And the scorpion goes, duh, I'm a scorpion. <laughs> That's what you are. You don't get mad at a scorpion for being a scorpion just like you don't get mad at freaking Brian Allen for being Brian Allen. <laughs> He's awful. That's your fault as the coach. Okay? You didn't correct it. You didn't help him with safety help over the top. Uh, you didn't favor the nickel back to his side in flat coverage and let him play belk technique. You didn't do anything. You were just hoping they went and target him. That was your game plan. Now, Akella Witherspoon was hurt. Whatever. Don't care. Don't care. Get somebody else out there. First drive, okay. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Second drive, shame on me. Now it's time to move on. Three times? Nope. Four times? Nope. And Robert Sala's been on <laughs> tape saying he doesn't like to make adjustments in the first, first half. It's not an adjustment. It's a personnel change, damn it. Get somebody out there that might have a chance to play. Now, once Akella Witherspoon went out there, guess what? They didn't score on two drives. So, so it got better. And here's the thing. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I, this is happening. Here is, I'm channeling the voices from the past, all right? Here is the key. Jim Mora, baby. Jim Mora. Some of you guys know where this is going. Some of you guys, you don't know. This is a relic that is so important. And, and here's the idea. Uh, we went into this game thinking playoffs. And I just saw it in the com comments. Wait, can we make the playoffs? We might be able to. We're, we're adding a seventh team to the playoffs. The NFL did. Whatever. But that should not be the focus. And here's why. Disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> it's so great. And it's how we feel. Super Bowl. Ah, seven minutes left. When you get there, you got to seize the damn moment. We didn't do it. Offseason goes to hell in a handbasket. Don't get to re-sign our players. Trade away to Forrest Buckner, which I still think was a good move. Um, unfortunately, yeah, I wish we did have Buckner, but whatever, especially since we're in rebuild mode now. Do you think if we had DeForest Buckner right now, we would be 4-1? and one? No, I don't think anybody thinks that. Uh, we are not in rebuild mode, but we're not in 2021 win the Super Bowl mode. That's for damn sure. And, you know, Javier Vega, one of my closest friends, uh, Twitter friends, I guess I should say. We've never met personally, but we talk often. He said, you know, as soon as Nick Bosa went down, the season was over. We just didn't know it yet. And, and I think he's right. We're missing parts. Now, our top three corners are out. I get it. That's problematic. Um, all the issues, whatever else. 
but we the the adjustment the the vision the goals that we had those are gone you're a two and three football team and you just got through the easiest part of your schedule your entire offense was quote unquote healthy we'll talk about jimmy g in a little bit trust me but now what do you do you know i i put this out on twitter it's officially mock draft season we had a one-year hiatus where I wasn't making mock drafts and starting to evaluate draft talent in freaking October. Now, two and three football team can make the playoffs, and I'm not saying the 49ers won't. I'm telling you right now, there are some systemic major issues in this franchise, and it starts at the top, baby. It starts at the very, very top. Robert Sala, defensive coordinator, I'll be honest with you right now. If I was the head coach, and it's probably good never to make this decision the day of the game, I would let go Robert Sala. I'd let him go. I'd let him go. He's not the defensive coordinator for this team. Joe Woods was more valuable than we ever thought, and I love Joe Woods. I thought that we were going to struggle without him. Holy freaking cow. Who knew how great that guy was? A lot of us gave the credit to Chris Kucerich, rightfully so, and again... This is why I'm not a GM. I probably shouldn't be. I would I would let go Robert Sala. I would promote Chris Kucerich to D.C. I would hire Dan Quinn, who's going to be fired by the end of this recording, to come over as a consultant. And I would, because it's the same type of defensive scheme. You're not changing the scheme, but you're making small adjustments. And I know Dan Quinn, he's getting fired for a reason. But, man, the relationships that he's built, the understanding that he has for this, I think it would be a win-win for the, everybody. Robert Sala's got to change something. He's got to change something. Now, he won't. Kyle Shanahan won't fire anybody because he's so freaking loyal, and I get it. But, golly, you don't even know how to coach your corners to play in phase or out of phase. Here's the difference. And it's so funny. My, my son, <laughs> who plays high school football, uh, one year on varsity, right? He's like, oh, he's in phase, he's out of phase. Like, he gets it. If you're in phase, which means if you're a cornerback making a play and you can touch the hip, of the wide receiver, that's when you get your eyes back to the ball. I can touch my wide receiver, then I got to look back to the ball and make a play. We don't teach that. We teach, and again, if it was just Brian Allen, that'd be okay, but it's not. Dante Johnson does it. I just said his name. I'm so sorry. Number 27. Um, <laughs> Akello Witherspoon does it. Emmanuel Mosley's a little bit better at it, and Richard Sherman never does it, right? So it's like we take these guys that are handicapped and we just say, hey, you're duct tape. Don't worry about proper corner technique. You just make sure it's a difficult catch for them. What the hell? Just a difficult catch? You're not doing anything to try to win the freaking game. That's what you want. And so as a defensive coordinator, you're taking the core element of football away from these players and you're telling them, look, you suck anyway. Don't try to make plays. That's not what you do to win the game. Uh-oh. You can hear it, right? Those aren't my words. All right, y'all ready? Here we go. Big Herm. Take him, Herm Edwards. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Because it matters. I love it, man. It matters. I don't care that we're two and three. 
And let's jump into some draft talk before we we go back to blame and positives. I haven't got to any positives yet. I, I know some of you are like, uh, but that's okay. This could be a negative podcast. Um, you know, probably the most flack I get is I'm way too positive. Um, that's okay. Let, let's negative this bad boy. Well, we we've earned them. We've built up the capital. Let's play Doomsday. I, I'm seeing in the comments. Man, we're going to get a top 10 pick next year. Okay, Sergio, sadly, top 10 pick this year for the 49ers. Guess what? I did the research. Currently, where we're at, we're picking 14th in the NFL at 2-3. and three. With the current records today at the end of it, we're picking 14th. I don't think the 49ers have the team that will push us down into the top 10 of draft order. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, we still have a pretty damn good team. Uh, now, today was no indication. But we're going to win more games. We've got two wins. So, for example, if you look at last year, two to three wins puts you in the top five. Well, we're going to get past that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to win by default. We're not that bad of a team. We're not a good team. I don't think that we're a nine-win team or a ten-win team. But I think we're going to get to that eight, not you know, seven, eight wins this year. Uh, we're still getting back. Next week, it is possible, we'll have Richard Sherman. And Raheem Mostert back at corners. Well, that changes the biggest weakness on your team. Um, you've got another week to whatever else. But, you know, I don't want to move past that. But here's the deal. If you look at our draft standing currently, before this game we were 18th. Now we're 14th, depending on what happens the rest of this week with the games. And it even gets more weird because now there's games that are canceled, whatever else. But you're talking best case scenario, you're picking 10, okay? Guess what? For all you Jimmy G haters and, man, we got to draft Trevor Lawrence, uh, you're not touching Trevor Lawrence. Trey Lance, you're not touching Trey Lance. It's not happening. Listen to these teams. Again, currently, th this was before today's game. I haven't redid the entire NFL draft, but before today's game, okay, the Jets are picking first. They're taking a quarterback. They just came out saying they're shopping Sam Darnold which is gross. Adam Gay should be fired. Do not let him shop Sam Darnold. They should keep him, but they won't do it. Okay. If you, the difference between Sam Darnold and Trevor Lawrence, it's huge. Okay. It's huge. It's like John Chapman and Brad Pitt. I'm that much better. I'm Trevor Lawrence. Brad Pitt is, is Trey Lance, right? Uh, or Sam Darnold. Sorry. Uh, that was facetious. Um, I'm way better than that even, but the Jets, they're going quarterback number one, whether that's Trey Lance or Trevor Lawrence. There's two. You can talk about Justin Fields. That's fine. New York Giants, they're picking really, really high. I think they're fine with Daniel Jones. Miami Dolphins, they were up there. They're going to jump. They're, they're not going QB. They have Tua. Washington, they are taking a quarterback. They just benched Haskins. They're taking a quarterback. That's two QBs gone. Jacksonville, man, if they're sold on Garner Minshew, great. But if they can get one of those two, they will take them. Okay, Detroit Lions, guess what? Matthew Stafford's going to be 33 years old, has never won. They'll take a quarterback, and Matt Patricia will be fired. New head coaches mean new quarterbacks. Uh, so Detroit's taking one. Look at the Denver Broncos. Jeez, we don't even know what to do <laughs> with Locke. So who knows? Atlanta, mm, man, you, you talk about Matt Ryan. I think he's 36, 37. Who knows? Miami gets to pick again. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, are you sold on him? Cincinnati, they're fine. Philadelphia, they're fine. Chargers, they're fine. Carolina will take a quarterback if they can. Dallas, good Lord. I don't know if you saw the Dak play. Snapped his leg in half. Um, that sucks. Uh, no, no ill will. I hate the Cowboys. Everybody here hates the Cowboys. I like Dak. Uh, I think he's a good dude. Uh, just 
I think he's a good football player. I think he's a good leader. I think he's a good human. Um, but yeah, you snapped his leg in half. He's done. Uh, maybe they let him walk because he was on a franchise tag and Jerry has some stupid whatever. He's going to jump up and get a huge quarterback, whatever. It's a possibility. Uh, Las Vegas, they're not going quarterback. Arizona, not going quarterback. So you're talking four teams ahead of us currently. We'll have to see. That's where we're at now. We've got to play. All right, let's play mock draft season. Let's play who's ahead of us. Let's fight for draft position. That's where we're at. It's not what we want to be. It's not where we want to be. But guess what? We are part of the faithful. We're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Four podcasts a week, all season. Maybe more tequila, drink. But this is what we do. Um, we got, <laughs> we enjoyed last year, and it was fun. Um, but this is where we are. This is where we are. All right, let's get to some more questions because I'm missing questions because we've got so many comments and I freaking love it. Make sure you at me uh, with your questions. Let's talk. We're just going to sit here. We're going to bounce back and forth. I've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. From Scott, um, how much are you buying Kyle saying, we just wanted to protect Jimmy. Taking him out was not performance-based. Jimmy's mobility is bad. Jimmy's mobility currently is even worse. Did Jimmy Garoppolo play bad? Hell yes, he played bad. <laughs> he played bad for John Chapman. John Chapman, 38-year-old level, right? Uh, now, you look at what Jimmy D, Jimmy G did. It was bad. Uh, 7 for 17, 77 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, three sacks. Yeah, that's bad. Um, and so, again, okay, let's play both sides. Let's play devil's advocate and, you know, both angels on both sides. Our quarterbacks are in danger, okay? Huge. Before this game, before we went into this game, the 49ers were worst in the NFL with 40 quarterback hits, okay? That's 10 per game. Worst in the NFL by, like, I think 12. I think the second worst team was at, like, 28. We're at 40, okay? How many quarterback hits do we have this game? Five sacks, eight quarterback hits. So not only are we the worst in the NFL— we added an extra 13 quarterback hits. I think my math's right on that. Um, you can check me on that, um, <laughs> but I think I'm okay. I think I'm right. Our quarterbacks are in danger. There's no doubt about that. Our offensive line sucks, and we're going to get to that, but let's finish with Jimmy Garoppolo and what Kyle Shanahan said. Yes, Jimmy G was incapable of flooding the pocket. You didn't see him do it once, and he was, I mean, they were freaking blitzing. There were two plays on third and eight or longer where they didn't have a player deeper than six yards on defense. They don't respect our deep game. A lot of that's the wide receivers. Most of it is the quarterbacks, okay? We're not throwing a deep. We're not throwing a deep well at all. And so everybody's in the box, which means now you don't know who's coming, who the blitzer is, makes it hard on the whole line, and you're not getting separation um, wide receivers. They have the two best, they have the best corner tandem. We talked about this in our kind of prediction episode scouting report. Debo got destroyed. Um, we need to talk about that um, at some point. De Debo Samuel, <laughs> eight targets, two catches, 19 yards. Debo got locked down. Now, maybe he's not fully healthy with his foot, whatever. He 100% was not ready to play today. Now back to the Kyle Shanahan, we're protecting Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo is bad. Now, the second interception was tipped. You know, they showed the replay. Still a terrible pass. My problem with Jimmy Garoppolo is this. He's not stepping into his passes. 
His footwork is bad. Very similar to Carson Wentz whenever you're watching film of him. Carson Wentz can make all the throws. He has way more arm talent and more mobile than Jimmy Garoppolo. But when your footwork fails, balls sell. Okay, When balls sell, that's interception. And we saw it. One of them was tipped, but it still was a bad pass. It was a bad decision. So it's bad, period. Now, let's play the game. Is Jimmy Garoppolo our future? Okay, there's lots of different angles you can look at this. Number one, I don't think anybody believes C.J. Beathard or Nick Mullins is our answer for the future at quarterback. I don't think anybody believes that. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Let me know in the comments. Nobody wants Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sorry, look, Freudian slip there. C.J. Beathard or Nick Mullins is our quarterback going for the future to win a Super Bowl. Nobody wants that. Now is you know is Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, I would say 49ers fans are about 50-50. Um, it, personally, I like Jimmy Garoppolo more than most. He was really bad week one. He was amazing week two. He was really bad this week, week five. Um, what do you do with that? I think you've got the rest of this year to figure that out. That's what we have this year. Are we winning a Super Bowl this year? Hell no. Hell no. There's no way the 49ers are winning the Super Bowl this year. It's not happening. Um, so... What we have to do now is we have to figure out, is Jimmy Garoppolo the quarterback for the future? If he is, great. Then you can address other positions. If it's if he's not, then guess what? What are you doing? We can talk about drafting corners and offensive linemen and, oh, we need more edge players. If you don't have a quarterback, you're nowhere. You're not there. So if Jimmy isn't the guy, all right, we need to figure that out. My number one goal, and this is off the top of my head, my number one goal for the rest of the 2021 season is to figure out, is Jimmy the guy, or was he just a product of an amazing run game and amazing play calling? But guess what? That was the first full year of Jimmy Garoppolo starting. Now they got tape on him. Maybe they're figuring it out. I don't know. Kyle Shanahan's not scheming people open like what we used to say and what we used to see, and so that's a problem. Is he the guy? We know it's not CJ. We know it's not Nick Mullins. Let's find out. Let's find out. And let's be honest with ourselves and with him. If he plays like this, then hell no, he's not. Now, let's say hypothetically, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the guy. Okay, let's look at his contract. Contract's actually pretty damn good. Um, from let's say, okay, there's two ways to look at this as well. Let's say Jimmy is our guy. Okay, he comes out, he rallies. Um, everything starts to flow smoothly. The offense is working great. Let's keep Jimmy, okay? If we're going to keep Jimmy, his contract is relatively good by NFL quarterback standards now, okay? For 2021 year, he only has $2.8 million in dead cap. That's it, $2.8 million. Really not that bad. However, if you want to keep him, right, now you're talking $25.5 million for 2021, and $25.6 million for 2022. Relatively good contracts. But if you want to move on, you can. So you spend this year. If you want to sit him in week six because he's not 100% healthy, whatever, that's fine. But week seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever, you could try to win with CJ now. But at some point, Jimmy Garoppolo has to get back under center with this supporting cast and see if he can make it happen. And if you're one of those people that's just like, hell no, Jimmy G's not the guy, you can walk away from this very, very easily. 
You can cut them. It's going to cost you $2.8 million in 2021, $1.4 million in 2022. That's not bad at all. You get so much cap savings. Listen to the cap savings you get if you do cut them. I'm not saying I want Jimmy Garoppolo cut. I'm saying I want to see how he will respond and if he is the guy. Because the guy still wins games. He got us to the Super Bowl. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes through three and a half quarters, and then it just fell to crap, and it hasn't responded since. But if you do keep him, he's, again, $25.5 million cut. I mean, a cap hit. Cut him, you save $24.1 million next year. You can use that to sign a free agent quarterback. Let's say, hypothetically, you think your team's one quarterback away. Let's sign him. Now, for the people that are like, oh, man, we should have just got uh, Tom Brady. Oh, my God, that's so stupid still. $20 million dead cap hit with, with Garoppolo this year. So you would have paid Tom Brady $22 million, which we didn't have, and paid Jimmy Garoppolo $20 million, which we didn't have, to sit on the bench. Still stupid. It didn't work. But let's say hypothetically that same situation happens not with Tom Brady. We don't want Tom Brady. But another quarterback that is still playing relatively well wants to come here for the 2022 season. You have that option. So, yeah, you can move on. You could definitely move on um, from Jimmy Garoppolo. That's on the table. But the 2021 season needs to be, let's find out. Now, some of you guys are like, oh, I found out already. (laughs) But uh, it's not where we're at. It's really not where we're at. Um, so we've got this year. we got to figure it out. Now, all right, let's get to some more questions because they're flying up, and I freaking love it. Um, this is awesome. Okay, honest question. Dak over Jimmy next season? Yeah, I'd take Dak. Uh, my biggest problem with Dak, this is from uh, Mora Graciano. Um, my biggest problem with Dak is he sucks when the game's on the line. Um, and that's about it. He's 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 a stat quarterback over a winning quarterback. Uh, he had the greatest supporting cast ever last year with the offensive line and all those things. The offensive line in Dallas is now trash. Um, so Dak, you know, started to go down. I would prefer Dak, but you're not going to get him. You're going to have to pay Dak thirty-five million, even coming off the injury, because there's going to be teams bidding on him. Not very many teams are going to bid on Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe the Patriots will. Uh, to be honest with you. Um, Curtis, man, I appreciate it. On a lighter note, Mostert seemed to bring the burst back to his game. Raheem Mostert was incredible. Listen to this. 11 rushes for 90 yards. Raheem Mostert's the truth. <laughs> 11 rushes for 90 yards. That's an 8.2 yards per carry average. Then you look in the passing game, three catches for 29 yards. Over 100 yards rushing, even though he only got the ball, you know, 11 times rushing. I'm oh, sorry, over 100 yards total. Um, Raheem Mostert was great. Really running the ball was exceptional. We just got so far behind because of Robert Sala. We had to abandon the running game. We had to get out of it. Um, we had 19 carries for 131 yards, averaging seven yards a carry, seven yards a carry rushing. That that's a Kyle Shanahan wet dream, but we were so bad defensively and the quarterback, but it's not even on the quarterback either. The drops were trash. Kendrick Bourne, this, I'm pissed at Kendrick Bourne, okay? And I got into a Twitter spat with a couple people because I'm giving Kendrick Bourne a hard time. Hell yeah, I'm giving Kendrick Bourne a hard time. Here's the deal. You get benched. Kendrick Bourne loses his starting job, okay? He loses it because at, at the start of the game, it was Debo and Brandon Ayuk, rightfully so. 
And what happened is Kendrick Bourne got bumped to the slot role and Trent Taylor got bumped out, rightfully so as well. So how does Kendrick Bourne respond? He comes out and plays, he lays a dud. He lays a freaking dud. And you're like, hey, he scored a touchdown. You're right, he did when the game was out of control. When the game was on the line, that dude had four targets. He had three drops. One catch, he got tackled one yard short of the freaking first down. And we had to punt it on a three and out. Now, the three drops, one of them got wiped away on a pa uh, roughing the passer call, so that's off of the stat sheet, but I don't care. If he would have caught it, we could have tacked it on. But you lose your starting job, and then you come out, and you now you two of the uh, drops were contested. One of them was just right through his freaking hands. So you could say, well, he had one drop. Okay, that's cool, fine. But you're an NFL wide receiver in a contract year, that's posted Instagram story after Instagram story about how ready you are to have a breakout year. You get your opportunity, and you get one catch on four targets with three drops? Come on, man. And they were all crucial. They were on third downs. And, and he put us in a position that totally hurt the team continuously. Now, he scored the touchdown. That was a great play. And I love that play. That was awesome. But that was in the second half. We're already down. The game was decided. We already pulled our starter. If you want to be a player in this league, step your damn game up. When it matters most, who are you? Uh, I'm smiling not because of Kendrick Bourne. I'm smiling because of Coach Singletary, uh, who was one of the worst coaches ever. Uh, but that's okay. He came away with some of the greatest sound clips ever, and I feel like it, uh, it, it, it speaks to where we are now. Not necessarily to Kendrick Bourne, but you want personnel that's going to show up when it's crucial. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. And who want to win the damn game. And the game is bigger than them. It's about the team. It's about the win. It's not about me. It's not about me losing my starting job. That's not what it is. No. What's my role? I'm going to do it. Here we go. Take it away, Singletary. I'm going to go much further. Go right ahead. Ask the question. Vernon, Vernon just uh, it was something that I told everybody at the very beginning of the week. I will not tolerate um, players that think it's about them when it's about the team, and um, we, cannot make, we cannot make decisions that cost the team and then come off the sideline and it's nonchalant. No. You know what? I, I, th- this is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I believe this. I would rather play with 10 people and, and just get penalized all the way until we got to do something else rather than play with 11 when I know that right now that person is not sold out to be a part of this team. It is more about them than it is about the team. I cannot play with them, cannot win with them, cannot coach with them, can't do it. I want winners. I want people that want to win. I want people that want to win. Oh, my gosh. And so I think a few people showed us today they don't want to win. Now, Let's transfer, okay, let's stay with the wide receivers for a second. Because in week one, Kyle Shanahan even came out. Well, our game plan wasn't to target the wide receivers very much because we had backups out there. It was Dante Pettis, good gosh, who was a healthy scratch today. He's done. Uh, the, the conversation for waiting for is he a draft bus passed a long time ago. Now it's like put to bed. Dante Pettis is done. Uh, Kevin White <laughs> was active over him and returned a kickoff Nine yards deep in the end zone when we were down 14-0 to zero and got tackled on the 13. Oh, my gosh. What the hell? I guess, oh, I'm going to provide a spark. No, you're not. That's not who you are. <laughs> you, you poured water on the spark, brother. Uh, but that's okay. Um, now, the wide receivers were bad. So, week one, again, we're not going to target the wide receivers. Well, we didn't have them. Now, we got our wide receivers, and we didn't target them still. I think a lot of that had to do with the personnel that we were playing against. Their corners are the best in the NFL. That's the best corner tandem in the NFL. Uh, Byron Jones and, shoot, I forget the other guy's name from Baylor. Uh, hell of a player. Xavier uh, Howard, thank you. Um, he, they're incredible. And they Debo had no separation. I'm telling you right now, nonchalant. Debo didn't look good. I was pr- Body language, um, I, I'm pretty excited to break down the film, which I'm going to still do. Gosh, poor gasoline on my eyeballs. But... We, I want to find out who are the guys that were there. Who are the ones that are fighting? And I have dogged Quan Alexander so damn much on this podcast because he makes so many mistakes. I'll tell you this. Coming out at halftime, down whatever, 20 points, 21, I don't care. Too many points. Quan Alexander came out with his freaking head on fire, making plays. Quan Alexander proving... That being a football player, being a captain, being a leader of the team isn't all about what you do between the lines. It's about what you do up here sometimes. 
I pointed to my head for the audio listeners. <laughs> the dude has whatever it takes. If you go back to last year, and this next name's going to hurt, they asked Nick Bosa last year in 2019, after the regular season, mind you, who was the defensive captain? Who was the best player on the defense? And Nick Bosa said, I'd say Quan Alexander. He's brought the energy, even though he's been injured, you know, been injured the whole time. I, I would like to apologize. Um, if there is any player on this team that has gained more, I've gained more respect for, and I've always respected Quan. He's incredible. His story's amazing, whatever else. That was freaking awesome. Setting the tone. It didn't matter they were down 20 points. The dude was playing his ass off, making plays. Did he give up the first touchdown of the game? Yes, he did. Does he have what it takes between the head and all the athleticism? Yes, he does. Let's figure out if he is better than Drake Greenlaw. Now you're talking salary cap. What are we going to do? Are we in a little bit of a rebuilding program where we've got to fix a couple things? Well, then Quan's going to be out because he's pretty damn expensive. <laughs> but, you know, you, you look at his deal. He's got 10 million, 10 and a half million dead cap next year. So you can move on from him. But again, we talked about this last episode, 10 and a half million to cut a linebacker. Now, if you keep him at 16 million, you can save six, <laughs> but you're losing 10 to not have a linebacker on the team. And I think that's problematic. Um, so yeah, you kind of take that for whatever. Oh man, hey, let's pay attention to a positive. Alex Smith is back. Whenever he went in that game, I literally clapped. My wife got mad at me because I clapped too loud next to her ear, but I didn't care. Uh, I do care. I don't want to clap too loud next to her ear. But the idea is this. The fact that Alex Smith is playing football again is incredible. I wish it was on a better team. Um, but, yeah, uh, you got you to gotta take – that was awesome. I'm so proud of that dude, just an amazing human being, um, period. You, you'll never find anybody – talk bad about <laughs> alex smith you, you just never will um man what about that this is from curtis what about juice with his first rushing td that was a perfect play call that was a perfect play call they were over pursuing um to the movement side and he just came right back under with a full back under uh, i freaking love it juice doesn't get the ball that much and so whenever he does i think it's important uh niner drag here we go let's talk do we clean house top to bottom after the season? What direction do you do to get back where we were left off in 2019? No, you don't clean house, but you do have to evaluate a couple things. Number one, is this quarterback, which we've talked about, Jimmy Garoppolo going to be the guy moving forward? Now let's talk offensive line. Trent Williams, back-to-back -back bad performances. Um, I still We saw in the first three weeks, Trent Williams can be that guy. He wasn't that guy this week, and so that's problematic. Um, left left guard, Lakin Tomlinson. This is his worst season by far. That first sack, that was Lakin's fault. Second sack, that was Lakin's fault. Um, so when the game was still in contention, Lakin Lakin dug us in a whole both times. Ben Garland's great. He's thirty two. Western Richburg's coming back week seven. Hopefully, uh, we'll see what happens there. But they're both older. I don't think either one are solutions for the future. Daniel Brunskill, he's a tackle. We're playing him out of position. I hope we're not ruining his entire career like we did Solomon Thomas, um, like we did Tarvarius Moore. Why the hell didn't he get snaps at corner? Whatever else. Um, so Daniel Brunskill needs to be moved from guard, put in Colton McKivitz. Let's see where he's at. Right tackle. Here's what's crazy in my notes. This is what I wrote down during the fourth quarter. Again, <laughs> 
Mike McGlinchey finally has his best performance in two years. Then he gave up a sack. Then he gave up a quarterback hit. Uh, so he, Mike McGlinchey made it through three and a half game or quarters where I think he played very, very well. Um, and then he lost it. Uh, he just totally, yeah. Uh, Guerrero, <laughs> we suck again, dang it. Uh, sorry, my uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little tipsy as I'm drinking. I still haven't eaten. But more, uh, this is a Patron Añejo Crystal 70 which um, is pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. They don't uh, sponsor the podcast, but they should um, because I would drink this every single episode. Um, let's see here. Let's get to a couple of other questions because, gosh, man. it's. I don't know if y'all feel this way. I don't feel like it has to be this way. 43 to 17, that's a butt kicking. Like, we didn't do the Jets that bad, right? We didn't do the Giants that bad. Those are the two worst franchises. I think New York teams are just bad. Ryan Fitzpatrick did that to us. He went ham on us, on our defense. There are issues. But again, would I trade the Dolphins roster for the 49ers roster? The answer is, hell no, I wouldn't. I would not. Not even close. There are some issues that have permeated this locker room. Offensive line play. Oh, so many injuries, whatever. No, no, no. And I'm curious to see how much of that is going to change whenever we get Richard Sherman back next week, which we will. When we get Emmanuel Mosley back next week or the next, he still hasn't passed phase one of concussion protocol. Now we're in a scary zone. Uh, hopefully he's okay. Glad that they're taking it slow. But gosh, that's scary. Um, two and a half weeks in and he's still not past phase one. So we'll have to see what there. But Jason Verrett's playing just fine. Jason Verrett's playing starter quality football. Richard Sherman fixes three of those touchdowns today. All right? You take away 21 points. Well, now it's 22 to 17, one possession game. Uh, changes the entire leadership, whatever else. Still got to fix the defensive line, offensive line. Those are the issues. Quarterback, of course. Uh, we'll have to see what happens there. Now, a couple other things that I thought was awesome, you know, just positive-wise. Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk continues to show us all he's pretty damn good, okay? You, you know, you look at the numbers, they're not, like, astounding at all. You know, three catches for 44 yards on six targets, all three for first downs, all three for big plays, right? 15-yard average. He's playing very, very well. Brandon Ayuk is playing great. But here's my problem. Why not run a jet sweep? Why not throw one screen pass to him? When you run jet sweeps, it, he gets touchdowns. When you throw screens, he gets touchdowns. When you get the ball in his hands, you, great things happen. Why? Why, Kyle Shanahan, are you not running jet sweeps? You ran one with Debo. He got three yards. <laughs> Why are we not using these guys for what we drafted them for? Opening up the running lanes. I, I don't I don't understand whenever you target these guys and you say, oh man, they're so versatile and we can do all these things. And John Lynch says, versatility, versatility. And then you get out there and you're struggling and then guess what you do? Run slant routes. Okay, run a deep comeback route. Okay, run a drag route. Well, guess what? Freaking, I don't know. Chris Hogan can do those things. Use them for what you spent the draft capital on. You traded up for Brandon Ayuk, not just to run slant routes and get him three catches a game. 
Use him. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're limiting the, this kid who looks incredible, and especially in a game where Debo Samuel, I think, was probably his worst game as a pro. Why not go to this kid that is lighting it up? Rely on somebody else. George Kittle, four catches for 44 yards. Okay, he had eight targets. Eight targets is fine. One of them got tipped in the first quarter. Another one got a pass breakup. Should have caught it, but it was contested. He had one catch at halftime. One catch. That's on you, Kyle Shanahan. Get your guys the freaking ball. Oh, I'm seeing this from Jordan. He says, Aaron Rodgers, question mark? Yeah. Uh, you know, play it back, you know, the scenario. Yeah, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come here, that'd be great. I don't know. Man, let me look this up. I'm doing this real time, so I apologize. And I always spell his name wrong. But let's say Aaron Rodgers becomes a free agent, okay? Which he won't. He does have a potential out, but geez, he wants top-tier money. So, uh, yeah, he, he he's owed a lot of money. I don't think that the Packers are walking away from him. He's got $17 million dead cap next year and another $3 million in 2020. Oh, no, no, I'm looking at the wrong year. No, Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere in 2021. Get this. His dead cap number in 2021 is $31 million. 31 million. So if the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers to us, they have to pay 31 and a half million dollars to not have him on the roster. They only save four million dollars cap. You want to give up a first round pick to get a 37 year old Aaron Rodgers? I don't think so. Um, maybe they work out a deal or something, but yikes. I, I don't think anybody is going to pay that much. I don't want to pay that much. I'd love to have him. But so would 30 other teams. Um, gosh, man, it, it, it's bad. It's what it is. And, man, our bets went to kaput. And I, I think we're going to, you know, I, I think it all went well. I don't remember the final score for the other game. But, man, let, let's look at it real quick. Did we cover? Um, I know it's a moot point just because freaking what's a, a stupid 49ers. But, um yeah, we missed we missed the Indi uh, Indianapolis game by freaking two points, which is problematic. But we're still up big time on the year. We're going to have to start uh, betting on other teams, not called the 49ers, because they're just that bad. But I do want to say thank you to my bookie because they've been with us for a long time. So here's my bookie. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know the NFL and the NBA, they're back. They're in full swing, which can only mean one thing. It's a winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting whenever I'm putting my money on it. And if you've been betting with us, we've been doing very, very well so far this year. So stick with us. Bet on it. Use all the knowledge that we have. And let's be successful. And here's the deal. Right now, they have $100,000. You heard me. $100,000 super contest for only $10 entry. 10 bucks. You can win all that money. They're giving away $5,000 in cash prizes every four weeks. You would be crazy not to jump in there with all your knowledge. $10 to win thousands, sign me up. You too can make up and sign up at MyBookie. And here's the deal. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means you put in $100, they're going to give you $100. Rollovers will be included in that. And if you have questions, please call their customer service. They'll help you with that. But the NFL, NBA, MLB, they've got it all on tap. 
It's never too late to get started, and if you've wanted to jump in with us, now's the best time. Head to mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers, and they're going to double your initial deposit. Thanks for the support, MyBookie. All right, uh, let's get to some more questions. And again, uh, don't hold back. Let it out, guys. We, we got to talk through this stuff. Uh, George asked this. Are we playing too much uh, single high safety, giving up big plays, given all the injuries? Yeah, we were in the first half. Uh, we, we didn't help out Brian at all, who was giving up all those huge long plays, Brian Allen. And so in the second half, we did a little bit more cover two when we put Akella Witherspoon in. And one of the biggest touchdown plays right over the middle was right between our cover two safeties, uh, Jimmy Ward and Jaquaski Tart. I thought Tart played relatively well. I thought Jimmy Ward has played his worst two games um, in the past two years, back to back. Jimmy Ward's been really, really bad. He's not bringing anything to the table whatsoever. And so again, here's my problem. What we have is not working. We're down 30-plus points in the fourth quarter. And what do we do? We just leave our starters out there. We don't try to evaluate talent. We don't bring in, you know, Harris and Tarvarius Moore. We don't try to let, you know, Webster get... We don't do any of that. No, we just stay with it. We don't want to look worse than we already look. Because, again, it's not about the players. Now, here's the opposite side of that argument. I've been on this in a coaching room before with lots of F-bombs yelled at each other. We've got to correct our starters so that they learn how to do it right. We don't need to see these other people we know who can't do it. Well, the starters didn't just do it. Maybe we should see the other guys to see if possibly they could. We know they can't do it today, so why leave them out there? Well, we don't want them arguing over who's starting or not. Well, if we're having an argument over who's starting, that means somebody else is playing better than what we have currently. Robert Sala's not interested in that. Um, again, I hate to say it, if I was the GM, and I said this earlier, I would totally move on from defensive coordinator. 100%. 100%. This guy can't make adjustments. I wouldn't mind Robert Sala as a head coach. I don't want him as a coordinator. I love his personality. I love his drive. I love his motivation. I love his relationship building. I love all those things. I hate his play calling, and I hate his non-adjustment whatever. Um, so I... I think he's in a bad position. He would be a much much more successful head coach, which is weird to say, but I think that's kind of who he is and what what he makes, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, oh, thank you, Dr. Blocktopus. I put my hand up to play corner. If it meant I never have to watch Allen or number 27 again. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. And, man, Akello played relatively well whenever he got in there. Again, we don't teach him how to play in phase or out of phase, which hurts us, right? But that's what it is. Uh, It's bad. Oh, from John Helbinger, he says, keep drinking, John. Cheers, mate. The funny thing is, after I hit uh, stop on this, um, I'm going to go buy some more tequila. Uh, There's a store. I'm walking. I'm not driving. Uh, Don't drink and drive, people. Uh, That's BS. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hyder, defensive player of the year. You say that, but you're not wrong, right? Two quarterback hits, one tackle for loss, one sack. You know, my, my thing as a coach was always, if we lost, we don't have an MVP. Like, that's not it. We, we don't have that. We don't celebrate losses. If there was no, if, if the 49ers won this game, it's Kerry freaking Hyder and it's Raheem Mostert. But we lost, so we're not celebrating that. 
But that is where we are. Kerry Hyder, good gosh, man. The guy is all... Not only those plays. Those plays were great. Kerry Hyder's best play was on that reverse. Why would you... If you ever watched film in your life of the 49ers, which I know every other team does, why would you run a reverse counter jet sweep towards Kerry Hyder's side? He is so sound. <laughs> He's a all-out hustler. That is always where he's supposed to be. Why would you target him on a reverse? Well, you paid you paid for it. I think it was a seven-yard loss on the reverse. I mean, he took a terrible angle as well. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, he, it was awesome. It was great. Uh, for Fonzie, how does number 27 look now? 27 looks just as bad now as he did. Uh, the only difference was last week they didn't target him. You know, it, the game plan for the Dolphins was 100% clear from the start. We're going to target Brian Allen until he proves to us that he can stop us. And every single you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick would get the snap. He'd look straight at him and just lob it in the air. It didn't matter if Brian Allen was in coverage because, again, we don't teach our corners to play the ball. We teach our corners to play with our back to the quarterback and just make it difficult to catch the ball for the wide receiver. That's There's no problem because you don't have to worry about an interception. And if the guy doesn't catch it, they're going to throw a pass interference. And our coaching staff never did anything to correct it. What we did do is after they had four straight scoring drives, we put in a Keller Witherspoon and told them to play the exact same damn technique. What the hell, Robert Sala? I, I, this is supposed to make me feel better. <laughs> Fonzie, why are you triggering me, buddy? <laughs> it was bad, and it is bad. The game plan sucked. Thank you, Tanya. Um... So bad. Uh, from James, he says, Chapman, why not tank? Question mark. It's not in me. Um, it's it's not in me. I, I do not. I won't tank for anything. I won't let my son win in chess. He's got to earn it. Um, I think something happens to you whenever you decide to allow others to do what they want to you. I, it, it's weird. It, maybe I'm getting a little too deep here. I don't care. I don't care. One of the best moments of my life. I went to a tiny high school, uh, predominantly Hispanic. We had, on our freshman football team, we had 16 players, okay, to start the season. We were awful. We are in one of the largest school districts in Texas, but because it was a predominantly Hispanic high school, football wasn't really the thing. So our freshman year, we had 16 players. Uh, <laughs> we lost uh, four to grades. And so we ended the year with 12 players on our 12-man football team, our 11-man football team. And we were playing this school that had an A, B, and C team. But we only had the one freshman team. These are, They had an A, B, C freshman team, right? Didn't matter. Um, they had several different players on that freshman team go on to the NFL, whatever else. We're getting destroyed. I, I think we were down 50-something to zero. Uh, it was the fourth quarter, last game of the year, and we are calling timeouts to just try try to get on the board. Um, and it, it's weird. You know, I, I've gone on, you know, I've, I've coached at some rather large, prestigious events, Cotton Bowl, Alamo Bowl, um, you know, Texas Stadium, the new Cowboy Stadium, all those different places. But it's weird. You look back at it, you know, varsity captain, whatever else, doesn't matter. It's weird whenever I think about, like, pride and, like, who I was. It, it was that freshman year. And it was throwing a block to get a touchdown when we were down 53-0 to in a freshman football game the very last week of the year. Like, that's what comes to my mind. 
And so it doesn't matter. You never tank. This is a professional sports team. I don't believe in that crap. I really, really don't. If you were to promise me right now, hey, we could promise to tank and we could get Trevor Lawrence, I would flip you off and I'd tell you your grandma to get the hell out of my face. I know your grandma's not in my face, but whatever. That's the mentality that I think you have to have. Um, and again, we heard it from Herm Edwards. Like, you play for pride. I, I want to win. And do you have pride effort? 43-17 loss to the Dolphins? Ah! That's hard. Um, but that's not where we are. That's not where we're going. We're 2-3. and three. Are we going to win the Super Bowl this year? No, we're not. But we're the faithful. That's who we are. That's who you are. And we keep fighting, and we support this team. Are we going to watch the game next week? You bet your ass we are. Are we going to watch it till the last play of the game? Hell yes, we will. And we're going to support this team. Because that's who we are. Don't tank. Uh, hell no. Never. <laughs> Never. I don't care. 53-0, to zero, don't care. Score anyway. Do whatever you can. Um, I, yeah, it's just not who I am. But I appreciate you guys. I, uh, and I'm thankful for the journey that we're on. And last year was very, very special. And is this year going to mimic that? Hell no, it's not. We were 9-0 last year. Now we're 2-3. and three, And we have so many question marks. But I tell you one thing I will do. I'm going to start breaking down draft film. Ugh. A little too early, especially with the college season not really even happening. But um, it's where we are. And we look forward. And we keep going. Stay positive. And whenever your friends talk trash at work, you take that. You take it. You take it. You say, yeah, you're right, man. You're right, Seahawks fan. Man, let me know whenever you get that fifth championship ring, Seahawks fan. Right? Say that. That's fine. But you take it because you're better than they are. Because why? You're part of this fan base. You're not part of a junk fan base. Um, anyway, love you guys. It's incredible just talking with you. We got our whole slate this week. Patreon offensive breakdown, Patreon defensive breakdown. That'll be two hours plus. Um, we'll have podcasts on Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll, we'll work to next week. We've got a lot of stuff. I want to say thank you for all the support. And again, it's rough. Drink up and stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.